0: You were about to do something I felt was extremely stupid, so I intervened. Barry,
1: where the hell have you been? Do you have any idea what is going on? Yes, I've been keeping
0: track. It's why I stepped in when I did, and brought you here. And just where the hell is here? This place. Why, Byron, this is what remains of heaven. Heaven?
1: I looked around myself. The sky was choked with smoke and soot. A fine dusting of ash covered everything. When last I was here was during rebellions. The great siege on heaven. Though chaos had been the order of the day and death was everywhere, there stood monuments and temples that could not be touched or harmed by our actions. Great spires that reached up and touched the edge of space itself. All testaments to the works and glory of God. But now now there was nothing. I caused this, didn't I? I'm the reason all of this happened. Sadly,
0: yes. But not directly. The Great Old Ones caused all of this. They've not just been released on Earth. They're swarming everywhere. All the Shadow Earths. All the realms, including Heaven and Hell. You really don't notice much different in Hell. It was a burning pit when they arrived. I mean, really, where do you go from there? Turn a burning pit into another burning pit. Kind of redundant, don't you think?
1: Why did you bring me here, Barry? To rub my nose in it? I know I'm the cause of all this. You should have let Catherine finish what she if was... If
0: she had finished, it would change nothing. It's too late now. Fastator, your future self holds the reality crystal. By all measures, he is a god. Anything that happens to you will have no effect on him.
1: So if I, his past self, dies...
0: Changes nothing, because he controls the crystal. And it does his
1: will. My head started hurting a lot. I'm having a hard time thinking clearly, but is it possible that he's not me? What does that mean, not you? Of course, he's you. No, I mean... You said I am from another history, another timeline.
0: You're an echo from a wiped out existence.
1: Could Vastator be the pale man of this timeline? The moment
0: you came into this reality, whatever version of you that may have existed here was erased. I'm sorry,
1: Byron, but Vastator... It's your future. This is all your fault. You knew this was coming. You could have warned me. Believe me, Byron.
0: I would if I could have. But there are rules in place that I have to follow. By bringing you here, I've done more than I should have.
1: Yes, yes, yes. The rules you live by wouldn't let you. I'm getting really tired of hearing that, Barry. What is the point of all of this, sending me back and forth through time? Was it all to put me on this path that leads to Vastator?
0: The three become one. Reality did fall. The pale man ran to save us all.
1: What the hell does that mean?
0: I'd be happy to tell
1: you, but first,
0: tell me how you escaped from Vastator and where
1: you went. Fine. We were chained against the wall and the labyrinth had been torn open. It was like rain was falling, but each and every drop is a beast, a monster born of the darkest horrors. I remember pulling at the chains that restrained me, trying to break free, but they held me fast. This can't be how it ends, please. Stop this, freeing them with destroy everything. Yes, I know. They're going to tear this world, this whole universe apart until there is nothing left. They deserve their vengeance, Byron. Vengeance on God for what he did to them.
2: You've got completely mad! That voyage you took through time, this is what you're going to become?
1: Mad. <laughs> oh, it would be easy to think that, wouldn't it, Catherine? If anything, my trip through time woke me up to the truth. If anyone's mad here, Catherine, it's you.
2: <laughs> Give me a break, would you? <laughs>
1: I'm more than happy to give you a break, Catherine. I'll start with your neck, for instance.
3: Get your hands off her! Or you'll do what, Bates? Unchain me
4: and you'll find out.
1: (laughs) Stepping up for your girlfriend. Most impressive.
4: He's not my boyfriend.
1: (gasps) Oh, please. Let her go, Vastator. They're not the ones you're angry with. I am. You're angry with yourself for believing the lie, as you might put it. I'm the pale man of days past for you. I represent everything you used to be. Everything you once believed in. And you hate yourself for it. Silence! Or what? You'll kill me? That could cause some unpleasant things. Won't that whole grandfather paradox thing kick in? <sighs> Freeing the great old ones isn't about their vengeance. It's yours. You're just using them to get it.
0: You heard my father! SHUT
2: UP!
1: Then there is you, Rowan. After I admit I'm very disappointed. always figured if I had a daughter she would be a strong, independent woman. She would find her own way in the world. Standing up for what she believed in, but you... You're just a slave to my future, aren't you? You're a little pawn in my endless game.
0: I said SHUT UP!
1: Don't listen to him, my dear. He is playing with your mind. It is what I... he does best. Manipulate people like tools. (laughs) You don't. Please. I have to admit, I find this very odd. I do not remember any of these events. Yes, you'd think running into your past self would stay in your thoughts.
3: Perhaps you're not paying enough attention.
1: That, or I just find future me dull, boring and pedantic and don't bother to remember any of this. (laughs) It's not going to work. You're not going to goad me into doing something stupid that helps you. Who says I'm goading you? All I'm doing is distracting. Distracting? Distracting me from what? This. In a flash of light, Rowan and my future self were sent flying through an opening in the roof, lost into the night. Ah! Ah! A moment later, the chains that held us to the wall came free. There. That's better.
2: Okay, two questions. One, how the hell did you do that? And two, why the hell didn't you do it sooner?
1: Death's walking stick, it's proving very useful. I thought you said that was dangerous to use. It is very dangerous indeed, but desperate times and all that.
4: Pale man, you're a fool if you think this will aid you in any way.
1: From the room's center, the High Priestess came running towards me. Hate burned in her eyes.
4: By the time the Master returns, I shall have killed you with my own...
1: (laughs) I grabbed her by the throat in an iron grip with a quick snap. I broke the priestess's neck. Then I dropped her dead body to the floor. That was a little harsh, don't you think? Would you have preferred I invite her out for tea and biscuits, perhaps?
3: Well, no, but...
2: Byron, something's wrong with Lucifer. I cannot believe I just said that.
1: I looked over to where Kate was standing. Lucifer was lying face down on the floor. When the chains had released him, he had collapsed to the floor and become quite still. I made my way over to where the once supreme lord of all darkness lay. I knelt down by his side and slowly turned him over. He's dead.
2: How is that even possible? Lucifer was an angel. Angels are eternal and he was the most powerful seraphim to have ever existed. die? he?
1: Normally I'd agree, but with everything that's happening there was a sudden crash of thunder. In a flash of light, Vastator and Rowan had returned.
2: We need to go now.
1: Both of you, grab the walking stick now.
2: They're gone. Father, they've
1: escaped. It matters not. Believe me, my child, there is nothing my past self and his allies can do to stop us. It's far too late now.
5: About Brownie, it's three o'clock in the morning.
4: There's a guy at the front door, Sherm, and he says he's looking for me.
5: So what did he want, Brownie?
4: I didn't ask him. He didn't know who I was, so I told him to wait a second, and then I'd go get Brown Monkey, and ran up here to get you.
5: Why didn't you just ask him what he wanted?
4: Cause he's really scary, Sherm.
5: For crying out loud, Brownie! Don't tell me it's the police again.
4: That's only happened like two times, Sherm, and this guy isn't scary. Like you're in trouble, scary. He's scary like, go and eat your soul, then kill your scary.
5: Good night, Brownie.
4: But Sherman.
5: I said good night.
4: But he's still waiting outside, Sherman.
5: Then go deal with him, Brownie. And please, be quiet doing it.
4: Sherman!
5: Look, Brownie, that's enough. I'm done with the stupidity. Last week, wasn't it the black-eyed children that you thought were at our door?
4: Come on, Sherman! Those kids were so freakish, they would have scared anyone!
5: They were girl guides, Brownie, selling cookies.
4: But they're eyes, Sherman! They're eyes!
5: Brownie!
4: Uncle Sherman. Someone is making a bunch of noise outside, and it woke me up. That's what I was trying to tell him, Beans.
5: Oh, for Pete's sakes. Beans, please just go back to bed, and I'll deal with the noise. Okay?
4: Okay, Uncle Sherm. Oh, I ask you and you don't do anything, but Beans can not sleep in. Brownie. Well, it's true.
5: I promise you, Brownie, if this is some kind of stupid prank and Tucker's outside planning to jump out at me... It's not, Sherm. Well, it better not be. What was that? That's
4: what woke me up, Uncle Sherm.
5: Beans, would you please just go back to bed?
4: Sherman, I don't know about this. Maybe we'll just go back to bed. you will go away.
5: Brownie, I'm not just going to let someone wake us up like this in the middle of the night without finding out why. Brownie. Are you Brown Monkey? No, my name is Sherman Bear. May I help you? Brown Monkey is to die. I think I'm going to have to ask you to leave.
1: of Portland. It's the only place I can think of where we might be safe. For a little while, at least. Byron, are you alright? Gee, Bates, I don't know what to think. Just found out I'm going to become a deranged monster who wants to destroy the world. This really hasn't been a banner day for the old pale man here. Christ, sorry I asked. Nothing turning out like I thought it was. It's all blowing up in my face. As freaking usual. Uh, Byron? What? You want to get in on the action here too, Kate? got some clever insight that you'd like to bestow upon me.
2: Only that you should look behind you.
1: I turned to where Kate was looking. There were three of them, two of which could no longer be identified. Their bodies had been burnt down until there was little more than grey dust laying on the floor. But the third... He was lying collapsed on the floor. Like the other two, he had been badly burnt. His once heavy winter robes had almost reduced to ash. His hair and beard burnt away until nothing of it remained. His skin was blackened. Blood seeped from blisters that covered his body. Even so, I recognized him at once. Slate! I ran to my brother's side and gently turned him over. His eyes fluttered open. Hyrule.
3: I knew you'd come here. So sooner or later. No, no I could could find you here. Why I, I brought us here. Who's Slate?
2: Well it's kinda complicated to explain, but the long and short of it is in a sense he's Byron's older brother. Byron has a brother? And two sisters. Each of them represent one of the Four Seasons. Slate is the Steward of Winter. Ah, like Byron as Autumn, I see. How do you know that? I told you, I read the watch files on Byron.
1: There's a section that goes into his family. Well, the two of you shut up, please? Slate. Slate, can you tell me what happened to you? Who are these two?
3: Dead. All dead. Nothing
1: remains. Yes, but who were they? Lilith. Lilith
3: and Arcadia.
1: Lilith? Lucifer's daughter? And and Mr Arcadia? What were you doing with them? We...
3: we had to stop... stop you. Stop you before you kill the world. But Vastator... Vastator found us. Vastator has
1: come. I know. I've already run into him, me, whatever. Killed them? He killed them all? I can see that.
3: No, not just Lilith and Arcidia. Anyone who could challenge his reign. The immortals. Brown monkey. (laughs) Black door manipulated us to turn on one another using the great old ones to destroy the the high realms he's you're destroying it
1: all Slate you need to rest it'll be alright no
3: not much time left stayed in your realm said that you would have uh, always said that you should have now see what it is become
1: too late too late now I'll find a way to stop this I'll fix it you'll see I always find a way no time left
3: (coughs) no no I Uh, uh, Brother
2: I forgive
3: you Uh...
2: Slate Slate Byron Byron he's gone I'm so sorry Byron
1: Uh, It's all my fault My arrogance always thinking I'm better than everyone else But now here In the end it's it's over. I'm the reason everything dies. A chaotic future God showed me. It's, it's what I was going to do. Byron, there has to be
3: something we can do. Some spell. Something in one of your books.
1: It was then it truly dawned on me. Just how bad it was going to get. This wasn't going to be like Mr. Logan. Or the Great Old Ones restoring their reality. This was truly the end. Vastator meant to undo everything. He would never stop until everything was reduced to cinders. He would wipe away everything until nothing remained. Nothing but himself. Just me. Alone in an empty, dead void. Pure nothingness for all of eternity. That's what Vastator wanted. An end to everything. The very thought of it almost brought me to the edge of panic then deep in the pit of my stomach. I knew what I had to do to stop it. Kate, do you see those rifles along the wall? Yeah, why? Get one, for both you and Bates. There is also a box on the bottom shelf. It holds green bullets. Green bullets? What do they do? They contain dragon venom.
2: And dragon venom weakens magical beat. And you have a whole box? Man, this stuff is rare on the black market. It can kill them as well. So what's the plan, Byron? I mean, this is nice and all, but... there aren't enough bullets in here to stop the great old ones, and honestly, I don't think there's enough dragon venom to bring down the Vastator. So what are we supposed to do? They're not for them.
1: They're for me. Kate, I need you to kill me.
2: What? Kill you? We can't kill you. We need you if we're going to stop
1: Vastator. That's just it. If I die here, now, I'll never become Vastator. Everything that's happening will stop. Hell, it might even reverse itself and never have happened. If I stay here, stay alive, sooner or later, I'll become Vastator. I'll become the thing that ends everything. We'll just be killing the world. I'll kill all of creation.
2: Look. I-, I don't understand a lot about science. Uh I mean. What about that whole grandfather paradox thing you were talking about? Yeah, Vastador exists already. Doesn't that mean you can't die?
1: This isn't the time for metaphysics. I was part of the great rebellion against God. I caused Rome to fall. I have fought horrors the likes you can never imagine. I've seen things you can't conceive of that must never come to pass. I know things, Kate. I know this. Unless I die, everything else does. You have to kill me. You have to kill me now. But... There are no other options, Kate. my head, I can't think very clearly. It hurts. I don't know how much time... I have left before I come before I become Vastator please end this now slowly Catherine raised the rifle and aligned it with my chest and then she pulled the trigger brings us here, having a friendly chat at the end of the world.
0: Feel grateful. If I had not pulled you out when I did, you'd most likely be dead now.
1: And still might not be so bad, all things considered.
0: I know things look grim at the moment, but believe me, there is a way through all of this. When you held your sword prepared to kill God, and he showed you what was to come, you chose to walk a different path. This path. Everything you've done, every action, every victory, every failure, has led you to this moment. This is what you've been working towards all along.
1: I tried to build things up, create unity so many could gather together and stand against the coming darkness. when it arrives, all there is to stand against it is me. I have no armies to lead, no forces to aid me. In the end, I'm alone.
0: In the end, that's all you need. You can't avoid what is to come, Byron. But there is a way through. You have to accept your destiny.
1: And just what is my destiny? Well, I'll tell you. Barry did just that. He told me everything that lay before what I needed to do, what was going to happen and what my destiny was. I remember Jesus at the Mount of Olives, praying to God that this cup be passed from him. I wondered if he was afraid, scared of the destiny God had set before him. But it was the path he had walked upon his whole life, a path ending with his sacrifice on the cross. The first time, I think I know, what he must have felt. Fear welled up inside of me, as Barry told me what I must do. Let it be as you, not I, would have it.
0: What was that, Byron? What?
1: Oh, nothing. Is there no other way?
0: Uh, I wish there was. I'm sorry, Byron. But it has to be this way.
1: I... I don't want to do this.
0: I know, but you'll do it all the same,
1: won't you? Let it be as you, not I, would have it.
3: Where the hell did he go? He was standing right there!
2: Well, now he's not. Looks like he pulled one of his patented vanishing acts again. But vanished? Where?
1: It's alright. I'm here.
2: What the hell happened? I... It doesn't matter. Byron... I have no great love for you, but there has to be some other way to do this without killing you. We need you if we're going to stop
1: this. You're right, Catherine. But it's going to take some work. I'm going to need your help. You too, Bates.
3: Gee, thanks for remembering me. So, what do you need us to do?
1: First load up on as many firearms as you can carry. Make sure they are all loaded with the Dragon Venom bullets. We're really going to need them. I went over to a small desk. Opening it, I pulled out a small dagger with a green blade that had been forged from Dragon Venom. I slipped it into a pocket of my coat.
2: So we're going after Vastator.
1: Yes, we are.
2: And what do we do when we get there? Kill him?
1: No. I embrace my destiny. And that is? What I've been working towards all my life. I have to stand before the Pale Man. You've been listening to The Byron Chronicles Season 5, Episode 9 The Two Pale Men Written by Eric Busby Featured in the cast Were Mindy Rast Keenan As Agent Catherine Peter Cat As Agent Bates Carissa DeWitt As Rowan Julie Hoverson As The Coven Priestess Victor Aurelius As Barry the Cat And David Alt As The Two Pale Men Music by Shadows Symphony Byron Theme By Kai Hartwig. Script edited by Rick Myers. The episode was produced and directed by Eric Busby. Brown Monkey Cutaway was written and produced by Brown Monkey Audio. This is Darren Marler. You've been listening to an Eric Busby production.